1: Tonight, basketball star Brittany Griner sentenced to nine years in a Russian penal colony. She was convicted on drug charges. President Biden calls the sentence unacceptable. Pressure now builds on him to broker a possible prisoner swap. Griner's fate seemingly intertwined with Russia's war in Ukraine and its standoff with the West. Public health emergency. The Biden administration today declared monkeypox a national emergency. As infections spread, vaccines are in high demand, but short supply. Is it too late to contain the virus? breaking news a texas jury orders conspiracy theorist alex jones to pay millions in damages to the parents of a six-year-old boy killed in the sandy hook massacre officers charged the justice department accuses four current and former police officers for their role in the death of brianna taylor tonight her mother reacts i've waited 874 days for today China's show of force. Beijing fires multiple rockets into the sea off the coast of Taiwan in retaliation over House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip. Record heat across the country will have the latest forecast. Fighting inflation at home. How Americans are growing their own food to beat sky-high prices. And how these minor league ballplayers hit a home run while chasing big dreams.
2: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Margaret Brennan and for Norah. Tonight, pressure builds on President Biden to broker a prisoner swap with Russia to free basketball star Brittany Griner. Today, a Russian judge gave her a nine-year sentence after finding her guilty of drug possession and smuggling. The two-time Olympic gold medalist pleaded with the Russian judge not to, quote, end her life and apologized, saying she never intended to break laws or hurt anyone. The U.S. considers Griner and another American prisoner wrongfully detained by Russia. We have a lot of news to get to tonight. CBS's Nancy Cordes starts us off from the White House. Good evening, Nancy. Margaret, the White
0: House was unequivocal today. Brittany Griner should never have had to stand trial, let alone be sentenced to nearly a decade behind bars. But there's also hope tonight that the Russians may finally negotiate in earnest over a prisoner exchange now that the sentencing phase is over. But
2: I had no intent to break any Russian law.
0: From a cage in the courtroom, WNBA star Brittany Griner expressed remorse, but that did not stop a Russian judge from sentencing her to nine years in a penal colony.
2: I want to apologize to my teammates, my club, Gimka, the fans, in the city of Ucat for my mistake that I made and the embarrassment that I brought onto them.
0: The sentence prompted outrage from her Phoenix Mercury teammates and her league. President Biden called it unacceptable. Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. The six foot nine center was on her way to play in Russia when she was arrested in February. Russian authorities accused her of drug smuggling after finding less than a gram of cannabis oil in her luggage. I love my family. In a bid to bring Greiner and another American, Paul Whalen home, U.S. officials have proposed a prisoner swap, possibly involving Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. But
2: it's a serious proposal. We urge them to accept it. They, they should have accepted it weeks ago when we first made it.
0: But the Russians said they wouldn't negotiate until Greiner was sentenced. The, the
3: Russian court systems in Putin have to be able to justify to the Russian people they
0: convicted a U.S. athlete. Bill Evanina uh, the is the former of head, head of drugs. counterintelligence uh, for the US territory. government.
3: This can go on for a long time, especially if Lavrov and Putin want something specific that we're unwilling to give.
0: It's very unusual for US officials to, for, to even discuss prisoner swap details in public. But this time, Margaret, they say they felt they had no choice after making an offer to the Russian and then waiting for weeks without getting any serious response.
1: It's a good point, Nancy. There are Americans detained in half a dozen countries around the world. Thank you for those details. Tonight, the Biden administration is urging every American to take monkeypox seriously and declared the virus a national public health emergency. The CDC says it doesn't have complete data, but estimates more than 7,000 cases have been detected in the US amid a dire shortage of vaccine. We get details now from Nikki Batiste. The Biden
4: administration says today's declaration will take its response to monkeypox to the next level, freeing up funding to increase testing and treatment. The move comes after weeks of criticism for its sluggish response to the growing outbreak. Is this move too little too late?
0: I think it should have been done earlier, but at least it's being done now. It is at a point where we can control it. Currently, the U.S.
4: leads the world in case count over 7,000, with more than 1,300 in just the last three days. Roughly 99% of those are gay or bisexual men. Announced today, an additional 150,000 doses of the two-shot vaccine are expected in September, sooner than anticipated. That's on top of the 1.1 million doses already available, but still a fraction needed for those considered to be high-risk.
3: It was one of the most painful experiences of my life.
4: 29-year-old Luke Brown recently recovered from monkeypox.
3: You have to work really close and hard with the people who provide you medical care in navigating some of the red tape around vaccination and
2: treatment.
4: Here in New York, the epicenter of the monkeypox outbreak, another 23,000 vaccine appointments opened this evening, but were filled in minutes. Health departments around the country have stopped offering a second dose to ensure as many people as possible get that initial shot and a layer of protection.
1: Margaret. Thank you. Nikki Batiste in New York. Breaking tonight, a jury in Texas ordered conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to pay more than $4 million in compensatory damages for falsely claiming the deadliest elementary school shooting in U.S. history was a hoax. Jones told his millions of followers that the massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary was staged. Parents of one of the six-year-old victims testified that Jones' lies put them through hell. Here's Nancy Chen.
4: Is this your verdict, the 10 of you who signed it?
1: Alex Jones was ordered to pay
5: $4.1 million to the parents of 6-year-old Jesse Lewis, who was killed at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012. The parents were seeking $150 million from Jones for using his InfoWars program to repeatedly spread false claims, calling the 2012 Sandy Hook massacre where 20 children and 6 adults were killed a hoax.
4: The official story of Sandy Hook has more holes in it than Swiss cheese.
5: Jones took the stand in his own defense on Wednesday, where he finally admitted under oath that he knew the mass shooting really happened.
4: Uh, it's 100% real. I think Sandy Hook happened, I think it's a terrible event.
5: But in a late bombshell yesterday, lawyers for the family said newly discovered texts from Jones shows that he withheld evidence in his defamation lawsuit.
2: Mr. Jones, in
3: discovery, you were asked do you have Sandy Hook text messages on your phone and you said no, correct? You said that under oath, didn't you? I mean, if I was mistaken, I was
4: mistaken, but you you got the messages right there. You know what perjury is, right? Yes, I do.
5: Now, the 4.1 million awarded today is far less than the 150 million parents had originally sought, but there could be more in the punitive phase, which starts
1: tomorrow. Margaret? We will follow that. Thank you. Today, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced federal charges against four officers over the 2020 drug raid that led to the death of Breonna Taylor. Here's CBS's Katherine Herridge.
3: Breonna Taylor should be alive today.
6: Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the civil rights charges in the botched raid that killed 26-year-old Breonna Taylor. The four current and former officers are accused of crimes that include obstruction, falsifying an affidavit to secure a search warrant, and excessive use of force. <laughs> On March 13, 2020, Louisville police officers raided Taylor's apartment, searching for drugs allegedly stashed by a former boyfriend. Kenneth Walker, who was in the apartment and dating Taylor at the time, fired one shot at police. Louisville police officers fired more than 30 shots, many blindly into the apartment.
1: My dead.
6: Taylor was struck and killed. I've waited 874 days for today. It's
0: here, now. Amen. It's here now.
6: Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, spoke to reporters along with family attorney Ben Crump.
3: This is a day that black women saw equal justice in the United States of America.
6: Sergeant Kyle Meaney and former Detective Joshua Jaynes are charged with falsifying an affidavit to obtain the raid search warrant. Former Detective Brett Hankison is charged with blindly firing into Taylor's apartment. Janes and Detective Kelly Goodlett are accused of covering up their actions.
3: Those two defendants met in a garage where they agreed to tell investigators a false story.
6: Breonna Taylor's death during the botched police raid galvanized the social justice movement. Her name is now synonymous with demonstrations over policing and racial
4: injustice. Breonna Taylor should have awakened in her home as usual on the morning of March 13th, 2020. Tragically, she did not.
6: The Justice Department is investigating whether Brianna Taylor's death is part of a broader pattern and practice of misconduct within the Louisville Police Department, and the Attorney General would not comment on whether the recent acquittal of one of today's defendants on state charges
1: could impact the federal case. Margaret. Catherine, thank you. China unleashed an intense show of force today against Taiwan with a series of precision missile launches in waters off of its coastline. It's all in retaliation to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's recent trip to the self-governing island which Beijing claims as its own. Here's CBS's Rami Innocencio.
2: With several waves of missiles whooshing from China's coast, Beijing showed its temper against Taipei. At least 11 ballistic missiles targeted the waters dangerously close to Taiwan's north, east and south coasts. Chinese state media said more than 100 warplanes, warships and at least one nuclear submarine joined in today's campaign of coercion. Beijing is warning that Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan provocatively supports its sovereignty. China claims the democratic island is a renegade province and is vowed to unify with it by force if needed. In Beijing, this resident said the day to take Taiwan could now come earlier thanks to Pelosi. On China's southeast coast, people watched how that future invasion might start, with missiles arcing a mere 80 miles east to Taiwan. On the island of 23 million, though, it was life as normal, its people numb to China's threats over the past seven decades. Everyone needs to live a stable life, and the people need freedom. This was just day one in China's live fire drills, with more expected through Sunday, in what many believe is China's trial run to eventually capture Taiwan. And, Margaret, U.S. National Security Spokesman John Kirby condemned China's military drills. He added the U.S. will be steady and responsible in its own reactions and doesn't believe it's in anyone's interest for tensions to escalate further.
1: Ramey, thank you. Back here at home, dangerously hot temperatures from Texas to Maine. Boston's mayor declared a heat emergency as the city hit 97 degrees, breaking a nearly century-old record. More than 80 million Americans across the central and eastern U.S. are under heat alerts from Montana to Washington, D.C. There were shots fired inside the Mall of America, which has sent shoppers scrambling for cover. We'll have all those details in 60 seconds.
6: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
1: We have some breaking news. The Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, was put on a temporary lockdown following a shooting. Bloomington police say they are working an active incident and have numerous officers on the scene. Gunfire inside the mall sent shoppers scrambling for cover. Schools and businesses in Lauren, Nebraska, went on lockdown today after the bodies of four people were found in two burning homes just blocks apart. Investigators say there was an explosion at one of the homes. Police suspect foul play, but they aren't sure if the incidents are connected. Tonight, new safety ratings are out for mid-sized cars. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety added more weight and velocity to the barrier that slams into the cars in those side crash tests. The only mid-sized car to score a good rating was a Subaru Outback. The Toyota Camry, Nissan Altima, and Chevy Malibu earned poor ratings. All of these vehicles previously received good ratings before the test test crashes got more intense. Up next, how some Americans are fighting inflation by growing their own food. Inflation is at a 43-year high. Some home-cooked meals cost 12% more than just a year ago. And some Americans have turned to growing their own food to try to shrink their grocery bill. Here's CBS's Janet Shamlian.
7: When Beth Brown needs groceries, she often does her shopping in her own backyard. What do you think you're saving on groceries? Every month, probably $400. And it is like a well-stocked produce section. Among what's growing, lettuce, squash, tomatoes, and cantaloupe. The nurse and single mom of two boys says she's trying to save everywhere she can as prices skyrocket. The average US household in June spent $51 more on groceries than a year ago. The prices in food have really gone up just everywhere. And so I have been growing a lot more vegetables to kind of keep up with that. Bartholomew Sparrow is a professor at the University of Texas. Americans used to
2: spend under 10% of their budget on food. This compares to maybe 15 to 20% or more in the rest of the world. Now the United States is up to 12%.
7: Brown knows price hikes are sending people to their backyards. She runs the Central Texas Vegetable Gardeners Facebook group. What have you seen this year as inflation's been rising in terms of your membership? It's grown significantly, yeah. Um, I think we're close to 20,000 members now. The Texas woman says, as many home gardeners know, the food she grows also tastes better than store-bought. Amid rising prices, digging up new ways to save some green.
1: Janet Chamleon, CBS Potatoes, News,
7: Austin. Galabar spinach.
1: Still ahead, a woman blasts into space and the history books. It's a busy day of spaceflight with four rockets launched from Earth. That includes an Atlas V rocket that blasted off from Cape Canaveral, sending a missile warning satellite into orbit for the Defense Department. In the West Texas desert, Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin launched six people into space. That includes Vanessa O'Brien. She is now the first woman to complete what's called the Explorer's Extreme Trifecta. She has reached space, climbed to the peak of Mount Everest, and plunged to the deepest point in the ocean. We'll be right back with some minor leaguers hitting a home run in their new home. While Major League Baseball players can make tens of millions of dollars, minor leaguers often live paycheck to paycheck, and that's why some players are finding their home base in some unique living conditions. Here's CBS's Charlie DeMar.
3: Life in the minor leagues isn't all big money and glamour, especially when it comes to where you live.
2: A lot of people are in host families, and sometimes I've heard stories they don't have Wi-Fi, TV Air conditionings. Beds. I've heard situations situation where There's, guys didn't have beds. Beds. It's yeah. some scary stories. Man. <laughs> yeah.
3: Ask Chase Dawson and Blake Grant Parks chasing big league dreams with the Schaumburg Boomers, and they'll tell you they hit a home run. So long. You guys going up?
6: Yeah. Okay, good. After each
3: game, they come home to the most unlikely place, Friendship Village, a retirement community in the Chicago suburbs
6: i got three big boxes of these.
3: Where residents like the vibrant Velma Robinson roam the halls and the greens.
6: Wow. (laughs)
3: Here it's not just bingo and board games.
6: They just are exciting to talk to Mm -hmm. and somebody different.
2: My first uh, reaction was, really? And I was like, you know, let's do it. Velma's awesome. I couldn't believe he was 95. We got a date next Tuesday with yeah. Velma.
3: For years, Velma's made friends with players younger than her grandkids. You threw out the first pitch, I understand. Yeah. What was that I like did. for you? <laughs> Two or three Boomers have spent the last nine seasons here. Any piece of advice that has stuck with you? Keep
2: chasing your dreams.
3: 2-1 to Dawson. High Bingo. Charlie DeMar, next, CBS News, Chicago.
1: And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan, reporting from the nation's capital. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music.